When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that still lets you do butt stuff, even though its mom just died. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's Redecember. It's Redecember. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Gibbs. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And Kyle, that was the very first one, right? The very first one. Episode one. Episode it's, zero zero one. It's been yeah. downhill ever since. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We like got a little better at audio, <laughs> yeah. and then just have been tumbling downward. Yep. Um, <laughs> sometimes going down isn't great. Um, uh, we're going to talk about gingers we're, today. We're going to talk about gingers as part of Redecember. So this is a little bit of a stretch maybe to call it redecember it's but not at all because we can call it whatever that's we want true. and it's, do whatever it's, we it's want. our show <laughs> fuck you everybody no um yeah so we put a every month we do a get bridger poll to determine that we let the get bridgers choose from three topics and uh for redecember we this month each selected a topic that had been rejected <laughs> And yeah. put them all up. So and man, so two of them are double rejected. I know, right? Poor wow, feet. Wow, it's like me on a Saturday. <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> poor. Yeah, um, I I wrote down. I was going to do this later, but I'm going to do this now. A couple of Patreon comments that I really liked. Alan on Patreon said, "One day feet." One day. <laughs> and then Steve said, how about gingers drinking tea with their feet? Because oh. tea was the other. <laughs> Somebody would be really into that. One person just jizzed <laughs> so hard they've never heard that sentence except in their mindscape. Um, uh, <laughs> what? Not that we're keeping track, but uh, who picked gingers? I did. Yeah. I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm going to try now. Yeah. I'm... T- I can't You're turning I, over a like did someone hit your knee some? Yeah. What? It's a car and I it's <laughs> eco-friendly so it'd be lightweight so I don't know. Okay. Well, all right. Well, yeah. interestingly Gingers yeah. was originally one of my picks when it got rejected not once but twice before. Yeah. So When I do it oh, it's better. Oh, this has been wait. It's, Gingers got ging, I I You yeah. you redecembered yourself already before? I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't catch that. I let it ride I think I month to month uh, and then yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea for when I can't think of anything. It's just like, well, no one picked my thing last time, so let's keep going. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. um, I might have a thing for gingers, which uh, listen to the Patreon segment to hear more about that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, one, one um, of those gingers is on ginger but, daddy, but in a in a way that is healthy and supportive and great and not at all fetishizing. That sounded sarcastic the way I said it, but I didn't mean it. I meant it genuinely because that's my cross to bear. Okay, yes, but first. But first, here's the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News, news, news. Uh, news the first. So there's there was a Georgia Tech student named Scout Schultz. Uh, they were non-binary and they were killed by campus police in the middle of having a mental health crisis, uh, they were 21 years old and uh, a senior at or fourth year student at Georgia Tech. Uh, non, they were intersex, non-binary, bisexual. They were the head of the school's Pride Alliance, and uh, they were killed in September of 2017. Anyway, just this last week, uh, it was announced that the family that that uh, Scout's family uh, is going to receive a million dollars as as a settlement in in that case. Um, so there were four campus police officers that responded to a 911 call reporting that Schultz was, quote, skulking around carrying a knife and might have a gun. And uh, they approached the officers and appeared to tell them to shoot. Um, one officer told them that nobody wants to hurt them and another told them to relax. Uh, but then Schultz continued to advance. And one of the officers, Tyler Beck, 23, fired and killed them with a single shot to the heart. Um, Campus police have guns? Apparently at Georgia Tech they do. Wow. I didn't think that was within... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, and then uh, after their death, they were holding a multi-utility tool that had a tiny blade on it, but there was definitely no gun. And uh, so in 2019, their family filed a wrongful death lawsuit against the officer and Georgia Tech. 
they pointed out that the officer that uh, that uh, Officer Beck had received no training in crisis intervention and stated, quote, Schultz's death was the result of Georgia Tech's and the state of Georgia's failure over time to properly train their personnel to act in such a way as to prevent the exclusion of persons such as Schultz from the safety to which all students were entitled on the campus of Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, uh, no criminal charges are being filed, but this uh, this million dollar settlement um, hopefully hopefully puts the, the the issue to rest, and Georgia Tech will get their shit together. I mean, no criminal charges filed. I, like that makes me scared that that officers out there with a gun, probably because usually officers at their worst get shuffled around a little bit, or or like get paid administrative leave for like eight weeks and then yeah. like dunskis. Yeah. And that's I'm like that's police i don't know what they do with campus police like like catholic priests <laughs> yes yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep uh yeah oh i didn't i sorry i just i should read the whole article before oh, okay i <laughs> know uh, is that according to this georgia tech has made no changes to the way that their department is structured or any of the training uh policies so good yeah. <laughs> that's oh god i mean uh, not surprising yeah but yeah uh news the second yeah the news is depressing this <laughs> this week uh i mean most weeks but uh, yeah like... <laughs> usually get like two out of three <laughs> if you don't have a happy one i'll say something nice about i don't know gingers <laughs> or something <laughs> uh well also let's see the holston united methodist home for children in greenville tennessee is a home that cares for children and helps them find adoptive families and foster care placements. And they are suing the Biden administration because it doesn't want to place any of those children for adoption in LGBT plus families. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are affiliated with the United Methodist Church, which believes that, quote, the practice of homosexuality is incompatible with Christian teaching and that sexual relations are affirmed only within the covenant of monogamous heterosexual marriage. Um, This last, go ahead. Monog- I mean, I wonder if that's a question. Like, are the two you, the two of you are married? You both like one as man and one as female. Are you monogamous? Like, detail your history. Have you ever cheated on each other? Like, are you you know? Yeah. Like, I wonder if that's... when was the last time you fucked? Was it missionary? Was Jesus there? <laughs> like, Jesus there. <laughs> um, so this last May, the Biden administration reinstated discrimination protections for LGBT plus people in healthcare and welfare services after. Guess who took that away? Donald, Obama. Donald Trump. Oh. <laughs> um, so so that any any service that receives funding from the Department of Health and Human Services is banned from discrimination. So what they're really suing for is the right to continue discriminating and receiving federal funds, right? Mm. Like they could keep doing what they're doing and just not get federal right. money for it. Oh. But instead they're suing because... The federal government says you can't do that. The federal government needs to pay them for... Wow, that's... I mean... Yeah. Yep. 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 Uh, This is a... Right when people hate, like, uh, tax breaks, when it's anyone but them. Right? Yeah. Like, when they get all the tax breaks, it does... I don't know. It's... I don't know what they count it as in their head or if they pretend like it's church or I don't know how they differentiate these, all these tax breaks that, yeah. Similarly, they love freedom of religion until it's not Jesus, Mm, right? Like mm -hmm. Islam or Judaism or like name Buddhists. Like like they, they mean Christian freedom of religion, right? Like, um, anyway, I'm, this is definitely, uh, something to watch, I think, because it's likely to go, through the court system and up to the Supreme Court, which any ask anybody with a uterus think shit's fucked up right now uh, yeah. at, at, in the highest court in the land. So, oh God, if I could keep your religion out of my shit, you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. News the last. <laughs> uh, last but definitely not least, I'm gonna fuck this up because I'm me and I don't watch rupaul's drag race oh. and neither do okay, you great i'm here to correct so, you on this go for it great uh the cast of rupaul's drag race season 14 has finally been oh has finally been revealed <laughs> <laughs> no we're done that's that's all there is to say uh, i mean i yeah i make puns equal with that so who whom am i to place judgment and you know this is the this is the the, the fifth year that we've had this podcast and the first time that we've talked about this the reason it's the first time we've talked about this is because this season will include the show's first ever cis straight 
Drag queen. Straight people. You've made it. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> You've arrived. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, according according to her uh, Instagram account, Maddie Morphosis is, quote, Arkansas's most overrated drag queen. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she posted to social media. But apparently out of drag, he is a straight dude, which I just, we should try to get him on the show because how, like... Drag is for everyone. I'm not debating that whatsoever. And for, like, he's the gayishest, gayish <laughs> person ever, right? Yeah, to, like, yeah. to not only not only become a drag queen, but then, like, do it so well to make it to RuPaul's Drag Race. I just, I want to know this straight person. Yeah. And I don't mean biblically. I just, I just want <laughs> to talk to him and understand his brain. Self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that's really interesting. I mean, I thought RuPaul was, like, maybe she's advanced or something there. Like she's had problems with various things that were outside of her kind of conception of what a drag queen is. I think including like non-binary Queens and there's been accusations like, of transphobia. Yeah. And, yeah, she, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So, well, congratulations, cis straight people. <laughs> See you next season. Yeah. <laughs> Sashay away. Nice. Shantae, you stay. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever our PDR people say. That's the news. That's the news. (laughs) Um, Speaking of people, we want to sashay stay. Yeah. Great. Here. Um, uh, Nick Picard, who you have nothing to say about. Uh, It doesn't remind me of anything. Um, Nick Grimes with Dick. Maybe that's we can talk about that instead. Um, uh, William Coldsmith. Oh, I know that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Better than William Hotsmith. Um, <laughs> Beth Uroso. What? I'm just, I'm just, the, <laughs> I'm just the messenger. Uh, like, like Jesus's son, Jesus. Beth, um, I hear you calling. Got to add that to the list now. Have we been keeping up on our Spotify thing? I have. Okay, I don't okay. know if you've been doing shit. Well, I've, yeah. Uh, twisted, twist, twisted wallaby. All one word, if that matters. I uh, hope to God that person is Australian. And not being racist or something. <laughs> is is naming yourself Wallaby racist? Australians, <laughs> you let us know. Was I racist? Were you, no, by you racist by say I don't know. Is it cultural appropriation? You let us know. Okay. <laughs> um, and Peter Heller. Oh, do you know that bitch? Or is that just a oh th- thanks kind of? That direction. sounds like a familiar name, mm. but I don't know why. Mm. Maybe a character from a mystery novel? The actor I, Peter Weller is probably. Oh, uh, thank you, Dan. You understand me better than I do. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash gayish podcast. <laughs> do it. You want to talk about gingers? Yeah. Do you want to talk about why you picked this one f- to redo Sember? Yes. Okay. It was It was clearly going to win. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yeah, I told you, I'm turning over a new leaf. I want to win now. I, after trying to lose for so long and then failing at losing, I've decided to, to actually try, mostly so that you'll stop bitching about it. Um, you, you'll try to submit good topics that you want to talk about for our podcast? Yes. Oh, thank you. I, really, I actually very much appreciate that. That was very helpful to me, too. Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, I thought I thought Ginger's is, you know... I, I thought the same about tea. Oh, yeah. But... Yeah. Here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about the history of gingers. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Are you, does that matter? <laughs> does that affect the outcome of this? Or No. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> Do it. So it's, it's interesting. In my head, I really, for some completely incorrect reason, thought that the term ginger for a redheaded person came from Gilligan's Island. Oh, I started. Okay, there's sometimes where I'm like, I have an idea for a topic, and it's Ginger from Gilligan's Island. Is there anything gay about this? And the answer is no. Oh. No, there is not. Oh. The actress wasn't gay. The like, uh, yeah, I, there was nothing. So, well, it's also not where Ginger comes from. <laughs> so, uh, it's been. Was she? Was she a ginger? Ginger the ginger? Yeah. What? Wait. Was she ginger? Ginger the the movie star? I don't remember. I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a lot of Gilligan's Island, but have you? Yeah. Oh, 
when I was a kid. This podcast sometimes feels like a three-hour tour <laughs> that, that turned into an everlasting journey. That's oh, fun. yeah. It's, it's just like not, not ginger. Okay. okay. Uh, if it's not that, then what is it, Mike? Great. So, uh, Professor Mike? Yeah. I, um, there are, there are a, a couple of different etymologies that are possible, but Ooh. the one that has the most support is that ginger is actually... Uh, has well so it, it's been used to refer to redheaded people since like the 1850s or 1830s sorry um and uh uh but it is the the color of ginger as in the food the root the i thought it was yeah. white exactly and so and then it turns out there's lots of different kinds of ginger and oh. one of them has this flower Oh, and, that's beautiful. And so it's that's the ginger that it's believed to uh, be wh- like where it comes from. Fiery red, like someone murdered a phoenix and then took a feather of it and then stuck it in a tree. It's beautiful. This poetic. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> um, it's it's the red ginger plant of Malaysia, Alpinia purpurata, and it is a brilliant red. Um. So, a couple of other things. It, it is it is a recessive gene, right? So, uh, it can be carried through families until somebody gets two copies of the gene instead of having a hair color that dominates gingerness. And that's why there are all these fears about ginger uh, hair going away, that eventually it'll be mm-hmm. bred out of us or something hot. Um, and, <laughs> but uh, uh, it, it turns out that that's likely not true that's not gonna happen gingers are not a dying breed uh, contrary to what you hear in a lot of 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 popular media but something that i also thought was absolutely certain was that it was from neanderthal dna right that um you often see neanderthals are given red hair they definitely had red pigmentation to their to their hair are you saying that in the like technically correct way is that why it's not neanderthal you're saying neanderthal is that intentional because technically that's how it's supposed to be pronounced or something like that yes okay got it just had to check okay great no you you sound very douchey it's great keep going (laughs) Why are you such a fucking Neanderthal, Kyle? <laughs> I'm a Neanderthal. Yeah. Well, I am tall. You are tall. Oh, okay. Um, uh, but uh, and 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 we definitely have Neanderthal DNA in the human genome, and that's because uh, there's definitely some interspecies breeding that happened. That's why Twenty Three and Me will tell you like what percent Neanderthal oh. you are. At what point did in human evolution? Did it's like, do you think like one person was born and then all of a sudden they're like, I can't fuck anyone or that's like <laughs> fucking a different species because I'm now the new one. Like, ah, shit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it goes to show that evolution is messy, right? And the, the idea that like you can draw a line and mm. say human, not human yeah. is <laughs> just not how it works. Yeah. Um, but uh, it, it turns out that the genes that made Neanderthal hair red are not the genes that make human hair red. And so that as a theory is totally bullshit also. So then uh, the the last thing in the history of ginger is this, this idea of gingers have no soul. Are you going to talk about gingers mm. have no soul? Uh, is that on your list? Uh, vaguely, but you can, you can go do, do I, what you want. I guess that's just straight up South Park. Mm. South mm-hmm. Park made that a thing yeah. and uh, it, turned into this whole like there was a there was a, a a ginger on youtube that did this whole rebuttal thing of like yes i have a soul and like <laughs> it was very upsetting or upset about it and then later that person apparently uh was supposedly trans and then that got retracted and taken down it's like it's this whole saga but wow but uh the recent conversations about gingers and their value as a soul having creature <laughs> uh I, I guess is just uh, South Park. Before that, there was really just um, a thing, a hair color, w- whatever. Um, I mean, the, the, the South Park had to pull it from somewhere. They like they, you know, the the uh, kind of shit. Actually, and I know that it did because of some of the the shit that I read about. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you're right. Like that that resonated for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the the places in the world that have the most ginger hair uh, ireland is indeed 
the place with the highest number of red-haired people per capita uh, at about 10%. Um, but uh, red hair is definitely a northern latitudes thing. Not not exclusively. Red hair can be found in every part of the human species. But uh, the thought is that fair-skinnedness uh, is better at higher latitudes because it absorbs more sunlight and therefore vitamin D. So, excuse me, red hair is more most commonly found in the northern and western parts of Europe. But yeah, I guess that's that's did enough. You, on... Did you find anything gayish about the history? Did... About 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 the history of yeah. gingers? Yeah. Um. No, not really. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I want to talk about ginger stereotypes. Stereotypes. It's, it's a type, type of stereo. stereo. <laughs> um, and I, I, to me, this is like, uh, I mean, our, our entire show is about stereotypes. It's very interesting to think about a different group, the stereotypes that they face and how do those affect, how do the stereotypes affect people with that quality or whatever. So yeah. um, the uh, stereotype, uh, the two things that I found that I think summarize it. One is from. Irv St. Louis, which is like a comic critic or something, um, said, quote, all the kick-ass girls have red hair. Whenever mm-hmm. it is an independent girl, not a sidekick person, when she has her own mind or does as good as the guys, she has red hair. Okay. So uh, red hair in women uh, are might be sexualized. They might be, uh, I think someone like described it like, the the color of the devil looks different on men and women and women it's sexy and allurive and powerful interesting what i i buy i buy i buy that my my brain immediately went to daphne from scooby-doo and how like she was not an ass kicker but but uh but she was independent and possibly lesbian (laughs) that's velma (laughs) oh i'm thinking velma you're right i mean Daphne's, Daphne's just there. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's followed Fred around a whole bunch. You know. Who who won? Um, <laughs> uh, the exception that proves the rule. That's a dumb phrase, but um, okay. Redheaded men, yeah, are typically viewed as unattractive, weak, and effeminate. The involvement of science has only strengthened these stereotypes. What? That quote comes from Ginger Masculinities, a master thesis by Donica O'Malley from the University of Massachusetts Amherst in 2015. What? Um, yeah, those are the, what. what's the what about? The involvement of science has perpetuated these? What, what, was, the, what was the, the verb there? Yeah, yeah, strengthen these stereotypes. Strengthen. Yeah, there's a, um, there was research into the gene that supposedly is causes gingerness which is like that's far oversimplified there are a bunch of different like thing but it's like the mcr something something yep. gene um yep. and uh the the conversation about that the risk there is like that sounds like it could lead to eugenics like right the, yeah like why are we studying it part of the the question was well like are we researching this when people talked about it was like oh this this gene is more common than people might think so trying to help reduce the stigma so uh donica has a lot of interesting things that they said in this master's thesis that i read they're they're not like i've not did not see any like studies like the a couple things i like more academic things i read were like this is not something that's studied really Mm -hmm. um so you know that's why like like looking at a master's thesis that review some of the things that are there is kind of the best I do but um I like one of the questions that I have is is making an assumption or stereotypes about people with red hair like to what degree is that harmful Hmm. like Hmm. is there such a thing as lighthearted fun (laughs) when you're stereotyping some group of people yeah. Um, and what I read uh, in this uh, master's thesis is, quote, despite the normally amused tone with which people discriminate against gingers, there have been isolated, more serious inc- incidents of prejudice. So this thesis was very careful about not strongly saying, like, this is the right thing or the wrong thing, like trying to very carefully quote. So th- mostly what I wanted to gather is some of these examples of um, th- th- uh, there was a Facebook event called the International Kick a Ginger Day. Oh, in Canada and the United States, in which kids like were actually kicked like wow. as a result of this. Um, I wrote down the South Park thing. They have no souls in the UK. Uh, 
there were, quote, legal proceedings recognizing the potential of hair color discrimination in assault and sexual harassment cases. Oh, wow. So they, there was like, it, it came up enough that they were like, oh, we might need to like consider this as, as like, as sure. part of this case. Um, in September of 2011, Cyros, the world's largest network of sperm banks, I did read. I saw this. I read this. Go ahead. <laughs> Announced Please. that they would no longer take sperm donations from redheaded men because of the lack of demand from customers. The director was quoted as saying that the sperm from redheaded donors would typically only be chosen in the case of a sterile redheaded male customer. Wow. Meaning, like, oh, I have red hair, so that's I want to make sure I get someone with red hair so that I can, you know, keep my redhead wow. line going. Or if a lone woman had a preference for red hair, do you think they just like threw all that jizz away? Uh, just like, <laughs> and and can I have it? <laughs> um, it, and the citation for this in the paper is the worst possible citation. It's orange from 2011. Oh God! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um. There is a site. Uh, this this paper is really good at trying to point out some of the issues with comparing it to racism and like mm-hmm. not the same. Again, they didn't. They don't try not to make declarative things. They try to just present some of the information and findings, but like not not totally the same as that. Yeah. Uh, there is an entire website though that they drew some of their uh, information from called gingerism dot com. Oh, okay, and it pulls out articles that are like anything of note that happens with gingers and there's a lot of like i think that website is more like it should be racism like um but like i just looked at it and one of the articles said my son has ginger hair and his life is an absolute misery because of it then diet that isn't that isn't that a shitty like thing like oh like you you have to change your physical appearance because someone else has a problem with you like that sucks. Oh, you, if you're too gay and uh, getting like hate crimes, like why don't you just tone your gay down? Like that's a yeah, that's a yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. All right. Oh, I feel strongly that like that's a way to avoid confronting the issue and um and kind of yeah. I don't know. I mean, unlike your gayness, you can actually change your hair color, right? Like that's 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 not sure. I mean, yeah, but I could also like instead, I could not wear a rainbow shirt. I could not have dyed hair. I could not have painted fingernails. Like, there's a lot I could do to signal less about the about my gayness and and hide it more. Yeah, but that also feels shitty if someone says like, "Hey, maybe you should like not look so gay." Yeah, oh, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. That makes sense. Um, so I, I mean, I, it seems to me like there are, I don't know. I, I don't think there's any kind of innocent, like jokes like this, or even if you do that, like think that it's, oh, it's just fun. It, it there's not, yeah, it, it's, it's shitty. It directly harms people. Uh, it, it, it can make people feel bad. It can yeah. result in people physically injuring them and so um yeah don't uh, somebody on our discord server recently said hung like a ginger which i didn't realize yeah. was a stereotype but uh, apparently it is but like all all like quote unquote positive stereotypes it's interesting because then what if you're not like then you feel like yeah. double bad right or it's uh e- even even positive stereotypes are are harmful yeah because it creates an expectation that somebody might not be able to meet. Yeah. Especially based on something that they have no control over. Yeah. Yeah. Like Asians are good at math is another example that comes up. Right. Like then what if you're not? And then, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean me with like fashion or like, wow, you missed out on that part. How are you not good at this? Or people like ask me for advice and I'll be like, feel like I need to like, I don't know. That hearing is better. Right. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to talk about Ed Sheeran. <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, apparently, okay, we've said this before, I think, recently. Uh, it was like my straightest, I think, yeah. of the week once. Like, apparently liking Ed Sheeran makes you straight. Or like, that's a, that's a, like gays hate Ed Sheeran or something. Like, How about I, this? Straight people love Ed Sheeran. Sure. They also love lots of other people. I don't know why Ed Sheeran specifically is like like you're a, a broy straight douchebag or something. Like, I, oh. Anyway, hmm. 
He also, uh, uh, a long time ago, and most of them have been taken down, I guess, but uh, when he was younger, like 18, 19 years old, he sent 13 tweets that used the phrase no homo or so homo. Ooh. And uh, I know how you feel about Love it. N- no Love homo. Love it. Um, so on, on uh, the 24th of June, 2010, he said, at Jamie Howard, haha, on a no homo vibe, I need to buy some new jeans. So let's go shopping. <laughs> wow. So homo. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he said, uh, uh, June 7th, 2010, at True Tiger. Yep, I agree. I'm free next week. So let's maybe have a nighttime sesh. No homo. <laughs> okay. Th- th- see, that's the classic. Like, man, I wasn't <laughs> thinking let's have anal sex together as men until you said no homo. Right. I was like, you know, like that's the first I thought of it is when you said no homo. That's uh, the fun- well, the one I love. Same day, June 7th, 2010, at Michael Payne. Sorry for touching your ass. I did say no homo, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and okay, so there's there's a whole bunch of these. Um, and uh, uh, he was a undergraduate at the Academy of Contemporary Music in Surrey in Southeast England at the time. And uh, uh, then also in 2011, so that's a, a year after these these tweets, uh, he had a rap battle with somebody <laughs> and used the term faggoty. In that rap oh. battle, yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm still on. He had a rap battle. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but apparently, he rapped, "Quote, yo, I freestyle to the faggoty man. I go on the bus and I sleep for a day. Then I come back and they're like, Ed, you look like this gay. These guys are safe. They're not gay mans. Um, <laughs> but, uh, I don't think I understand even what that means. No, me but neither. But I'm not. We're not faggoty enough. Just, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and then. And then, but he also has done some, like, allyship. Uh, like, he waves rainbow flags at concerts. And, <laughs> like, um, he he did get involved in 2013 in a, uh, uh, he had a, a, a tit for tat with the Westboro Baptist Church. Quote, keep your homophobic views to yourself. It's 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, basically, I don't know how I feel about Ed Sheeran now. Huh. Is he an ally or not? It, and does he have a soul or not? Because he's a ginger. Oh, no. oh yeah, it's not about it's not about the ginger. It's it's about it being like vaguely homophobic <laughs> that gives you a soul or not. Yep. yep. Um, that was does he said anything more recently about it? Like, well, this were from apparently he dropped off of Twitter after he was on Game of Thrones, which I I don't know why there's a connection there, but like, oh uh, he, he, yeah, he's he's not on Twitter anymore, and so <laughs> I, bet, I bet the Starbucks cup got on Twitter after Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. <laughs> so I just sorry, uh, just like share, I think you know it's sort of problematic when when like celebrities have these vehicles that are the unfiltered unwashed non-pr approved versions of themselves right and um so i everything that i've seen from ed sheeran since 2013 2014 has has been has been positive pro-gay allyship stuff but it also isn't him on the toilet on twitter Mm, right it's it's all going through his people and like so i don't know that you would if there were still problematic things going on in his life, I don't know that we would see them. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's Ed Sheeran. Huh. Yeah. Um, uh, can I tell you about other celebrities? Yeah, let's do it. Some of which are LGBT. So I was looking up some some famous gingers. Ginger LGBT celebrities. There is a Venn diagram L- for you. LGBT, <laughs> where the G is ginger. Um does any ginger jump to mind? Yeah, it's a very specific category. Man, right? That uh, is that. I mean, one of those Harry Potter redheads has to be a faggot, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that I know of. Most of the um, the Harry Potter, most of the Harry Potter kids, adults, uh, like seem pretty uh, LGBT uh, supportive, especially like jk rowling and hermione's like no mm-hmm. um jesse tyler ferguson who oh yeah, was yeah. On modern family probably the most famous like redheaded ginge um and i have like an interesting fact about a lot of these um that have nothing to do with their hair but uh on his uh on his wikipedia it said he had to tell his father three times 
that he was gay when he was 17, 19, and 21. Mm-hmm. And he said, quote, it's a coming out process for them as well. And it takes time. <laughs> uh, Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Allison Hannigan. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. That was the first, uh, I don't know, officially, like one of, if not the first uh, female, female kisses yeah. uh, with her and Tara. Yep. Um, yeah. And then she got real mad. She was like evil witch Willow, and mm-hmm. she made that boy's skin come off. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just rewatching. <laughs> yeah, so yes, I skipped um, the body episode because oh. I was like, you know, it's fine. I can watch heavy things when I'm sad. And I started watching. And I was like, you know what? I don't want. I just don't want to see this right now. I yeah. don't want this. But that's the episode where the kiss happens. So oh, okay. I also miss that. Uh-huh. Um, uh, upon meeting. Willow in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, upon meeting her doppelganger, a Willow from a different timeline or whatever, she told everyone else, I think I'm kind of gay. As a hint to that she would eventually herself come out. Uh, I heard recently that um, Joss Whedon uh, didn't know which character he was going to make gay, whether it was going to be Willow or Xander, and then ultimately went with Willow after, like, I don't know, testing it or audience testing it or whatever but you watch like season one season two and some of the things that xander says or does or is it, it like you could see maybe the seeds were being planted there and yeah. then and then ultimately you decided to to, to go with willow you're right exactly <laughs> i mean they like his entire motif of the you know taking buffy as the strong like leader making him as the helpless sidekick is mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. kind of glad he didn't end up gay because like That'd be like, oh, when you're when you're helpless, that means you're gay. Yeah. Anyway, um, so he ended up being just nothing. Just, just Sander. <laughs> He's a twin. If that interests you, oh, sexually. Or yeah, what is that about? Tw- uh, sexual twins. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, wait, really? What do you twins? I, like, I don't know. I saw a porn recently where I was like. I mean, it was it was kind of hot, and then I also the felt Peters like Peter's brothers. No. Oh, different twins. No. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I guess some of it's like, okay, he's hot, and now there's twice as much of him, <laughs> right? But the part that gets confusing is, but they are brothers, which isn't necessarily a problem because there's nothing procreative that's going to happen there. So does do do incest rules apply? Should they? Probably, but I don't know. Boy, I have strong opinions about this, but I don't know that this is the episode to get into this. We'll talk about this sometime soon. Okay, great. Because when I express my opinion, I want to be able to fully explain myself. Lindsay Lohan. Oh. Apparently, when asked in 2008 if she was bisexual, she replied, maybe, yeah, I don't want to classify myself. However, in 2013, she said, quote, I know... I'm straight. I have made out with girls before. I've, and I have had a relationship with a girl, but I think I needed to experience that. And I think I was looking for something different. So she had the, uh, popular, uh, relationship with Samantha Ronson, Hmm. uh, DJ Hmm. and known female. Um, and, uh, and I, and I like that, that she went through that and (laughs) came out the other side straight and able to say like i you know she was like the q and lgbtq q for a little bit and was like oh yeah from that and like more people should be able to do that yeah i agree especially dudes like yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. it should be it should be okay to try it once and if it's not for you then great but yeah. like yeah yeah uh poison ivy oh yeah the character yeah. the not the <laughs> Not the homosexual thing you get when you walk in the wrong leaves. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She uh, in a romantic relationship with Harvey Quinn in 2015. Uh, a couple of the writers said that. Um, do you say Harvey? Harley. Harley yeah, I did. Okay. I did. And it's Harley mm-hmm. Quinn um, uh, in a romantic relationship with her, quote, without the jealousy of monogamy. Ooh, okay. It's an interesting take on monogamy. Kevin Allison, no idea who this is before this moment. The, oh, you know? No. Oh, oh. Yeah, um, this, this is the, please tell is, me. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's, he's gay. He hosts the podcast Risk. I only included him so I could write Risk in the description and get that delicious SEO juice. Yep, yep, yep. I have nothing to say about him. Uh, El, Elton John. Elton John, okay. 
Is he's, he ginger? Yeah. 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 I guess so. Yeah. He, yeah. It, it's weird because like I did the same thing and then like there, I think he probably has lots of colors of hair. And yeah. And that's because he's, uh, w- was, uh, I guess is, or something like l- losing his hair. He had multiple like hair Pokemon your head yeah. surgeries yeah, that sure. he said very much hurt. Yeah. My favorite story about him though and his hair was like his red hair is the least flashy thing about him. Maybe that's why it didn't really register. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> On other redheaded people, like that, it, yeah, it stands out, especially because it's so rare. Yeah, but on him, you're like, I don't know. Um, so he told the story once about he was so self conscious about uh, his lack of hair that he once put on a wig before confront- confronting intruders in his house. Oh, he said, quote. If I was going to be bludgeoned to death by intruders, at least I wouldn't be bald when it happened. Oh, God. <laughs> it's the gayest story I have ever heard. That's fantastic. Is someone putting on hair to... to, to con- turned out they were uh, workmen that were sent up to fix a leak. Is so, um, is Taron Edgerton a ginger? Oh, I... Because he, he played I, Elton John. He's also hot as fuck. Yeah. Like a little too hot to play Elton John. I mean, you know, he's, I thought he was in my mind. He's blonde, but I don't. Yeah. Um. And lastly, Mike Del Moro had no idea who he is. He is a swimmer. He is a producer at MSNBC. Mm-hmm. And he was on the uh, influential redheaded of the year list in 2020 <laughs> as the 30th most influential redhead. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> this is a list that exists in the world. It used to. Okay. It's made by the or it, like it the the link to this list of most influential redheads mm-hmm. uh, was from went to the same site as Red Hot. Did you come across Red Hot in your research? I was just going to talk oh, about great. them. This is good. Yes, it was on that same site. So like by that same group, but it, it the page that it at least the link referred to was no longer there, and I couldn't find it anywhere in their navigation. So I don't know if they like. I retracted <laughs> Shane Dawson, who's a, a, a shitty bisexual. Um, he's not shitty because he's shitty. Also bisexual and ginger was like on that list. I wonder if like he wow something, like something happened or I don't know. And how did they determine that? Like, did, like is it as voted on by Ginger Magazine but, yeah. or like is there <laughs> you you the ginger decided <laughs> home Texas like Texas your a picture of your face and your vote I have no idea how they decide who was on that list or if that list exists anymore that's crazy yeah uh wait okay I, you I have opinions about this so I will first stop look and listen okay. for your you to tell me about red hot I mean it's very difficult for me to like look like go through this page and and talk at the same time because all of the blood rushes to my dick but there is a uh there is a red hot calendar that comes out every year and uh the the photographer is also a ginger which i think is interesting so it's like he's fetishizing himself if you want to call his fetishization is is doing it to himself (laughs) um but uh they got started on kickstarter and they have now done uh, 13 successful Kickstarter campaigns in a row for their annual calendar. And they've uh, raised funds for various uh, causes in the past. But the 2022 calendar is for uh, testicular cancer. Uh, the, the funds are being... Um, but uh, And th- this year's the Red Hot Motel. Uh, Thomas Knights is the guy that puts these calendars together. And uh, it's just hot ginger dudes being naked <laughs> in various places and times um <laughs> uh, all the re- all the places you and i exist gingers exist too yeah yeah <laughs> who knew you can go to redhot100.com um but uh, uh the red hot motel the, the 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 blurb for it in this year's kickstarter said the only full frontal ginger calendar in the world is back to raise funds for testicular cancer we need your help to make it happen 12 months of gorgeous images set within an iconic 70s motel landscape shot by fashion photographer and film director Thomas Knights. Hmm. Um, Oh, God damn, he's hot. Okay, sorry. Uh, I think what's interesting, too, about this calendar compared to others that I've seen uh, is is there's there's a black guy with red hair in it, Hmm. which, like, that's just... It happens, but it's very rare. Yeah. yeah. And, um, yeah, but this is all in this, like, 70s-looking hotel and... um, they're like 
I don't know, like, why is this a naked hotel? I don't understand, but it is very naked. Um, uh, welcome to Gingerville, it says. With this latest calendar, Red Hot invites you to discover the Red Hot Motel, the ultimate ginger fantasy, a motel where hot ginger guys come and unwind, join a cast of our famous models and new faces as they cut loose at this ginger paradise. Um, and then there's this whole story about, like, a, like our kind and welcoming staff are happy to be at your disposal 24 hours. This place doesn't exist, but like, no, there's like a, think it an entire, <laughs> entire backstory yeah. or whatever. Anyway, how do you, so you said you have opinions well, about this. How yeah. do you, how do you feel about this? This started as a like photography exhibit mm-hmm. kind of thing that to show, you know, there are all these assumptions. One of which I included is that ginger men are people uh, make shitty comments about how they're ugly or don't like pale skin or freckles or, you know, not, not attractive like people don't like you know oh i hate guys with ginger skin or ginger skin uh ginger hair like uh, and uh, like you know oh if you have paler skin or you have freckles or whatever you know whatever about it that people don't like so this was like to help counteract that mm-hmm. and to me it's it's i get why he, he's doing what he's doing also like oh like buff skinny mostly white dudes are attractive yeah. like uh, no way. So when I look through it, it's like, uh, I don't know. I, you know, like great ginger people are hot. Also, like when you're, you, you know, have a six pack, like I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Didn't, I don't know. Yeah. Are they really, is he really showing a range of ginger people that exist in the world and are attractive? And like, it, it almost to me proves how certain body types are, the attractive ones and not others. And that that's like, that's the thing that, that I see also because I have my own like body image issues that I'm bringing to this. So I'm not bringing the ginger perspective like others may be. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't look at this and think of the, all the progress we're making. Right. 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 Yeah. It's a very diverse calendar, Kyle. It goes from light red hair to dark red hair and they range from jacked to very jacked. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's a big surprise. Like a football playing looking jock dude you're hot too yep <laughs> uh, but there probably is value to like showing hot redhead people like you know it can be both good and bad like doesn't have to be all just i don't know you make progress in one area and maybe not in another like I, yeah. for some reason what came to mind is the gay cowboy like groups that we talked about where i was like oh i don't think or not cowboy um uh, uh bullfighting or something like that rodeos Rodeo. um, mm-hmm. and i'm like oh i don't think rodeos should exist at all but i guess if they do <laughs> i want gay ones to be represented i don't know you know like i don't know like yeah. it's this weird mixture of i both like it and hate it so uh, yeah that's how i felt about this mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, i will not get you one for christmas then <laughs> thank you how do you wait how do you feel about it you were just thought they were hot is that <laughs> no i uh, i mean i i think that there is a I mean, it's it's very fetishy. I think, like, hey, here's a calendar exclusively of like hot gingers. Like, uh, I mean, uh, but uh, like the the guy like is doing that on purpose, not to say like. I I think the 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 intent of it is really important, and the goal of this is like showing a different side of gingers that like I don't I, so I don't necessarily it doesn't feel fetishy to me oh, in yeah. the way that it's being done and the reason for it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I do think that there are. I didn't realize until we started doing this episode how many negative stereotypes about gingers there were mm. out there. Like to me, it was always a, I don't know, just something interesting and maybe maybe it's fetishization, but like like generally just like a hot thing. I thought it was really like a, that that was always my my feeling, and I I recognize now doing the research that I'm like kind of an outlier in that regard because there's all of these negative yeah. stereotypes and, and uh, messages. So now knowing that I do think that a calendar like this kind of combats some of those, right? Like yeah. I want to lick all of them. They're very, <laughs> very hot. Pass the and, lick test. Right? <laughs> How many licks would it take to get to the center of this ginger? Yeah. And, and uh, I, I don't know the, the idea that, that gingers are less masculine or less attractive or, um, you know, I, I I think that this this definitely combats that in a very direct way. Yeah. And and I want to go to there. <laughs> like, um, yeah. but that's really interesting that your 
what you were yeah i in my mind had like things about no souls like redheaded stepchild uh like they're they're yeah to me it was the negative phrases or things that that um yeah 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 i don't know i don't know i certainly certainly like neutral at most see it was my like thought or feeling and i guess that's not that's not the norm no. so um yeah you're as rare as gingers themselves i guess so yeah i do have gingers in my family um oh. and uh uh you if you meet just one ginger <laughs> that's that helps support the entire ginger community right yeah exactly everybody adopt a ginger <laughs> give them a hug i don't know <laughs> um did you do you have uh i wanted to tell you i have one more after this okay but, but, but um, in a 2014 article on the week by no one, there was no author written. Okay. It's just materialized. You know, it's just words that appeared on a website. Oh, wow. Yeah. It came, it came out of the ether like by Harry Potter. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, talked about a channel four documentary, uh, which is in the UK called hunted. And in this documentary, uh, it showed a group called Occupy Pedophilia, which is a group that lures t- and tortures gay people. Oh, my lures God. Of, like, uh, th- th- they are based in Russia. So based on, like, uh, it seemed they talked a lot about the propaganda laws, which, like, are still in conversation, but seem to be heavily, like, this must have been when there was a big public discourse about that. Um, this group, yeah, does, like, lures them out or, like, lures them to places, tortures them, makes them, like, ad- admit it out loud. Like, uh, yeah, it's it's horrifying. Uh, the Russian embassy's response was, "Is it? This is a full. This is full of distorted facts and unvi- unverifiable allegations." Mm. And quote, one could have easily whipped up such a documentary about hunting season on the on redheads in the UK, saying that ginger people face unmated, un- unmotivated verbal and physical abuse on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a very Trumpian response. <laughs> Right, like, <laughs> every <laughs> you're talking about like everything that you say about Trump, they say like Bo-o-o-o-o-o-o-o. yeah, everything you say about Trump, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, this group is the same. Uh, the UK is <laughs> equal on par with torturing gay people. Is yeah. the abuse that gingers in the UK face? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Where's our documentary? Thanks, yeah. Russia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was it. Mm-hmm. Well, so this this uh. We, this episode's about gingers. I want to talk about true <laughs> at gingers, uh, uh, okay. the lesbian bar. Oh, oh, I thought I thought okay. You already talked about the uh, the food ginger. Okay, I thought you were gonna get get deeper into. I it. almost did, and you're and welcome. I, I, <laughs> don't. So there is a lesbian bar in Brooklyn, New York, called Gingers with apostrophe s. Like ginger is a person, and this is her bar, but like gingers. Huh. And uh, that led me to this, uh, the lesbianbarproject.com, which we've talked oh. off and on on the show about the the death of lesbian bars. And uh, it's very much a thing. Uh, we're now down to um, after, sorry, there were 300 or so bars uh oh 200 in the in the in the late 80s there were an estimated 200 lesbian bars in the united states and right now as of today in 2021 there are thought to be just 21 lesbian bars in the entire country um isn't that insane and the fear is that more are going to be lost as a result of the fallout from COVID 19 um so in 2020 the lesbian bar project raised uh, 117 thousand dollars for the bars and uh, then just this last summer, they launched a 20-minute documentary film about bar owners, community oh. activists, archivists, and patrons, um, pandemic struggles, hopes for the future, etc. And they're going to, uh, that was supposed to launch another four-week fundraising effort. They wanted to raise $200,000 for uh, the lesbian bars during Pride Month. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think we don't have to talk a lot more about this, but it's just, it's really interesting First of all, because we have a lesbian bar here in Seattle called Wild Rose up on the hill, I see a lesbian bar almost mm. every day. So then that makes me think, well, they must be everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's not true. Like is our, it, Wild Rose is still open then? Yeah. Yeah. I, well, at least I saw, for them. I, I, saw, I saw people in there uh, just the other night. Oh, cool. But which I also, okay. 
I like going in there. I've only ever gone in there when like asked by a lesbian <laughs> to go because <laughs> there's something it's going like on. reverse vampire rules <laughs> right. like lesbians have to invite you <laughs> right. in <laughs> for you to be allowed or something exactly yeah. Yeah. exactly um i really do like that bar but then it's not it's not my space right yeah. it's not our space and so like while i would want them to while i want to drink their booze and give them my money mm. also maybe that's not that's not that's not my my thing so yeah um but yeah, so uh, 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 the other thing I wanted to talk about. That's, I mean, uh, I don't want to. Yeah, th- th- I think that's a really important point that I don't. I, I think, you know, everyone heard, like gay bars. The best closest thing I can compare it to is gay bars where um, uh, bachelorette parties like that's kind of the big complaint. I typically don't have a problem except when they take up all the energy in the room, except when they expect everyone to cater to them. They want everyone to dance with them. They want, but just like going to a gay bar to have fun. Like, I don't know. I I, also, as I'm getting better at just like, you don't know anyone's orientation or anything about like, I don't know. I would love for lesbian, a lesbian bachelorette party to show up to a gay bar. Like that seems totally fun and awesome. So, you know, like, so, but yeah, like I think especially in spaces for women and non-binary folks, like it's very different. Like the reversing it isn't just the same, like men in those spaces are, you know, right. It's just like, we just have so much space everywhere. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, that's really interesting conundrum of like, I don't know, maybe you like walk in and pay for a, a tat like just walk in and can put down money and leave 50, here's 50 bucks <laughs> whoever the next people are that order drinks they're on me yeah or, i don't know yeah well but then does that give them money or does it, that is that like gay, gay white savior is that what's happening then right like, like, if you don't like hello it's me behold Everybody, lesbians <laughs> man here to give you money i don't know no i don't know i, I just think that that was a really good point that i just wanted to talk through because there's like a lot a lot to that yeah no absolutely uh before before i wrap this segment up i the the 21 lesbian bars that are in the united states there are perhaps unsurprisingly three in new york in in the the new york region new york city area guess which state is tied for most bars with new york three in new york is tied for first with what state (sighs) okay the obvious I feel like the obvious choice would be California, but I'm instead going to guess Oregon. Great. There are zero in Oregon. (gasps) There are two in California. Wow. There are three in fucking Oklahoma. The state of Oklahoma has three lesbian bars. There are two in Oklahoma City, Alibis and Frankie's. And there is one in Tulsa, the Yellow Brick Road Pub. And it just shocked the shit out of me because you look at the map. You look at the map and it's like just like nothing. Yeah, a few yeah. on the coast. And then there's like three in Oklahoma. There's none in Oma. Portland? None in Portland. Are no. lesbians fully integrated into society there? And have I... That's one of the rumors about Portland and the dying gay bar scene mm. in Portland. That It's because everybody in Portland's kind of gay. So like... <laughs> like yeah. Um, and that's one of the fears I have too about... Capitol Hill here in Seattle, mm-hmm. right? That we'll get, we'll get priced out, and then we like, have so many gay bars, though. Like, even if half were to close, we have a like we still have a pretty good number. Yeah. They're always does does the le, do the lesbians playing pool on the second floor of our place count as a lesbian <laughs> bar? Or is that, well, uh, our place closed. R.I.P. I know. Uh, although they're opening up again in uh, Soto uh, as as a uh, bar called the Comeback. Did you know this? How is it spelled? It's not, not 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 fun the way not the fun way oh, <laughs> uh anyway that's the lesbian bar project dot com uh support support your local lesbians i guess i don't know I don't know what, what <laughs> find the a lesbian and just give her money and then run away <laughs> that yep. seems like a safe thing for everyone and if you're in brooklyn go to gingers cool yeah um did we do it I, there's the question of like you know we talked about shitty things that happen as a result of stereotypes about gingers and that's real and sucks yeah also not racism not racism very different type of like uh, discrimination or something that's you know um yeah 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 no fats no femmes no gingers kyle i've never heard that that's not a thing is it no okay 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 um yeah i just want to make that yeah no yeah it's it's an excellent point why thank you yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's gingers 
Gingers, we did it. Gingers, we, we did, did them. I, I will do them. <laughs> Sit in my face. Okay, uh, should we take a break? <laughs> Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. So are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're going to do our gayest and straightest. We're going to do our gayest and straightest. But first, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are active on Instagram and Twitter, sometimes YouTube, and we have a Discord, and we have a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us on all those, at Gayish Podcast or slash group slash gayish slash podcast dot 23. And our Discord is on our website and pinned in our group. Yep. Uh, our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcasts at gmail.com. And our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington, 98109. Uh, so, it's Christmas time, almost, and you probably need a gayish sweater. Mm-hmm. So you can get our Don We Now, our Gayish Apparel sweater from our merch store and lots of other stuff, too. That's gayishpodcast.com forward slash merch. And you can also shop for one even if you don't celebrate Christmas, too. We don't check. You can slip by us. Yeah, yeah. It's only kind of Christmassy. There's reindeer on it, which I think is that's, you just know. winter. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. Do you want? I also wanted to add that this last week we had the For Attention um event, and it was really Great to see everybody there that participated. Had an awesome panel discussion, and your documentary was screened. And uh, you could still you could still see it uh, if you go to our Facebook page. Uh, there's a link to the event, and the video from the event is on there. Oh, nice! And uh, we'll be posting stuff to our YouTube page at some point. So I don't know if it'll be up by then or not. But yeah. maybe mm. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> um, gayest and straightest. Yeah, let's do our gayest and straightest. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, my uh, gayest is that my Spotify Wrapped said my uh, top music moods were nervous and confident. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Which I think what that means is I'm nervous, and then I play confident music to make me not nervous. So I don't know. I felt like they were kind of reading me a little bit there. But um, yeah. my straightest is I have not posted my spotify wrapped anywhere on the internet all the gays are like look lady gaga's my number one i'm so gay laughy face emoji laughy face emoji it's like i don't know you're not super special but like that's fine yeah 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 um i mean your spotify knows you're gay though my top like like genres were like electro pop, disco pop, some other forms of pop. They were just I didn't know I'd never heard of these forms of pop, but there was like yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, they deaf too. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Uh, let's see. So the gayest thing about me this week, I last night went to fetish night at CC's, which is a thing that I do from time to time, and uh, I I I wore my mustard hanky in my back pocket what does does that mean you like to get mustard squirted on your nipples yep that's exactly what (laughs) it means what does it mean um well if you if you flag right it means you're looking for big dicks if you flag left it means you have one i was i flagged mustard on the right side last night and did it nobody even mentioned it or like it like i was so nervous doing that oh Um, but i was like it's fetish night like if if there's ever a time to be like announce that you like are like fetishizing something like it's that night right like, so if i saw a hanky out of like pull up the chart and some like there's the more detailed chart that's like has a lot of colors and i have to kind of like yeah compare yep. like yep i, I get that yeah I, but I, I assumed that like not that i would like reel anybody in like directly but that uh, people would ask conversations maybe like yeah I, it, nowadays it's like a phone number like you, you know you don't know your best friend's phone numbers anymore like you don't have the mm-hmm. like we don't have the, the hanky code memorized anymore right it's a real yeah. shame <laughs> yeah and and nobody uses them either right like like i i sure. think i was i was the only i've seen hankies there before but last night i think i was the only one that really? i saw mm-hmm. um a lot of people don't wear hankies, but they use the colors of the hanky coat yeah. in their like leather gear and things like that. Pop so, hoods and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, if you saw red, red, red harnesses or red tinged harnesses or whatever that fist me. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Um, yeah, uh, and then the uh, the straightest thing about me this this week is uh, I have uh, I have a whole bunch of recycling to do. <laughs> I need to break down these boxes, 
And instead of doing it, I just keep moving the box of boxes around. <laughs> so like I the, just this morning took my box of boxes and moved it into my bedroom so that we could use the studio today. But just like I just have, I have literal trash yeah. in my <laughs> in box my, of boxes. Yeah. I, I, I relate to that. Yeah. Um, so we put the call out on Twitter for listeners, gayest or straightest. And... Yes, at gayish podcast on Twitter is where we posted it because that's Twitter. And the I, <laughs> um, M Bell said, gayest, talking my straight friend through how to use and enjoy a vibrating butt plug he got in a sex toy advent calendar with his wife. That was so many words. <laughs> oh my God. Um, That's amazing. And Bell Stratist is never having used any kind of butt plug myself. <laughs> and Bell, do what you want, but it's good. <laughs> it's good for at least for my for my butt's taste. Sure, 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 sure. Loves it. Um. That's that's it. it. Thank you to all the gingers. Thank you to Prince Harry for not being here today. <laughs> <laughs> what other gingers do we need to shout out? Um, thanks to Jessica thanks to, Rabbit. Thanks to Daddy for being on the Patreon segment too. That's what I call Jessica Rabbit, Daddy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. If you want to hear more from uh, Daddy, from who's been on uh, Patreon before, yeah. uh, take a listen to that. Uh, speaking of Patreon, and there's a. Screen. There's a TV screen. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sounds and like. At the $10 <laughs> Patreon level, you can see the video of Daddy talking about his experience as a ginger, and that's his first time appearing on video with oh. us. So, yeah. here's what Daddy looks like. Uh, yeah. 10 bucks. <laughs> Mork it over. Wow. Uh, whoring him out. He might like that. Okay. Uh, also, thank you to our Super Gap Bridgers, Josh Copeland, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, James Barrow, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Donald Linsky, Thomas B., Dusty Sands, A.E. Coleman, Chris Catch, Torian, Jerome York, and C.N. and Javi. Yeah, that's it. This has been Gayish from the Chris Ketchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you gingerly. And now, the news. Yeah. Well, I'm a little hungover, <laughs> so I sound extra Barry White today. This is CBS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wasn't that CNN? James Earl Jones did the old CNN. I'm think, am I thinking like Dan Rather? This, this is CNN. Didn't, I thought, oh. I don't know. I don't know. And now, the news. Sure. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs>